if all I have to do to earn a check mark is pay $10 a month to the platform, that check mark means shit. When you know what you're truly passionate about, then the problems you care about solving, even if they're in different industries, all stem from the same place. That's true for Manuel. Whether it's a business for remote work or pizza picnics, he strives to create opportunities and memorable experiences for people. Now with Mosaic, he wants to connect learners directly with trusted and verified experts in a community much like a college campus. Let's learn more about this knowledge exchange network. I'm Manuel, I'm building Mosaic, and Mosaic is a knowledge exchange network or a distributed network of people, organizations, and experts where knowledge can flow between them. And I had a ton of ideas, like too many ideas to remember. So one of my many business ventures, especially during the pandemic, it was Chicago pizza picnics. So I would like sell these pizza picnics in the park. There was a lot of like small ones, like I, I would help my friend, she had a bakery. And so I was like helping her kind of like get her bakery off the ground. But the first one that I was like actually really convinced that like it could be a thing was it's called Keys, which is like terrible name. But what it was is a, a marketplace for nomads. Like this was really big when remote work was like massive. This is something that I can be passionate about. So there's like two main things that I really love doing. And one is creating opportunities for other people and creating memorable experiences. So like all of my business ideas or anything that I wanna do for the rest of my life, it always revolves around one of those two things. And creating opportunities for people at the time, I was like, the best way to do that is like serve these nomad remote workers who want to get the most out of their life through like experiencing the world. And I wanna allow them to do that. So I created a marketplace that connected nomads with jobs wherever they were around the world. So it was kind of like if they had an itinerary and they wanted to go from France to Spain to Portugal, they would use my site and I would connect them so they would have uh, like a job at, at every stop of the way. So uh, it wasn't super successful, but um, I still learned a lot. It ended up being a lot of like legal hassle and uh, maybe just at the time a little bit too much for me to chew at that point in time. But I, I was probably working on that from like start to finish for like maybe six, seven months. So I was lucky with my job to be able to work remote for part of it. I would spend like half the day on EU time working on like what I was actually supposed to do for my day job. And then the other time was like visiting hotels and visiting restaurants, trying to get businesses onto this network. And then even when I got back, I'd be waking up at 3 a.m. before I would have to go to work to call the same types of businesses to try and get some uh, get some people on this like network on this marketplace to connect travelers with jobs. I wasn't ready to quit my day job yet. I was doing it, but I, it, as I started to actually make traction, I wouldn't have been able to handle both. And I don't know if I was just like too scared to quit the job and maybe I could have made it work. But for whatever reason, I just kind of convinced myself that I wasn't able to quit my job and wasn't able to dedicate all the time necessary to be able to do this. And now that I know a little bit more about crypto, I feel like this could still work really well because a lot of the legal hassles were around like work permits and uh, like the exchange of money across different countries and where you were a citizen versus where you were doing the work. And I feel like maybe crypto could kind of play a role in this kind of 
universal money kind of use case. I still think it's a great idea. I, I still think there's room for it. If anyone is listening to this and wants to run with that, I can share some notes. Yeah. So I was planning on quitting my business analyst job and they made the decision was to make everyone come to the office and they gave people an ultimatum. It's either you come into the office or we'll give you a severance package and you can leave. And I was like, awesome. I was already planning on leaving and now you're going to pay me a significant amount of money to do so. So I was like, thank God I waited because I'm, I think the severance package was like between a third and a half of your salary. So it was like, it was very significant. And that actually like allowed me to explore different opportunities and like actually take a real go at being an entrepreneur. I left then, but then I actually went into hospitality because as I mentioned before, two things that really are passionate for me are creating opportunities and creating memorable experiences. So like I tried the creating opportunities through travel and connecting people with work. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to do like on the flip side and create memorable experiences. So I went into hospitality. My plan was to do uh, events. I was in Chicago at that point and worked for one of the really well-known restaurant groups. And then the pandemic hit like literally two weeks after I got that job. So that kind of like crushed my dreams. But again, another blessing because then I was like, okay, now I have all this time with the pandemic. I'm not going back to getting a job. And then I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm never going to get a nine to five job. And I haven't since then, since then I'm like all in with, uh, with Mosaic, which is what I'm working on now. Quit my business analyst job, went to hospitality, kind of like was laid off by the world <laughs> with COVID. And then now here I am working on Mosaic. I think a lot of it was just wanting to own my own time. I think I just wanted to be in control of my schedule. I want to be in control of my own day. Like, in control of my destiny. And I felt like when I'm working for other people, I just wasn't able to do that. Like I'm working on their own dreams. I have dreams of my own that like I, I have to like wait till the end of the day of working for them and achieving their goals for them. It just never really left me feeling good at the end of the day or fulfilled. And then also a lot of these other companies that I was working for, I was never really passionate about what we were doing. I was responsible for building um, like pretty high touch high visible products within a like a retirement account and that was awesome like it got me a lot of visibility with like senior management like i think i did pretty well i like made all of my bonuses and everything but i was just never really fulfilled like i never i wasn't passionate about retirement i think i was like 23 or 24 like working at a retirement company so uh that's when i started to like really really dive in and uh commit to the world of of entrepreneurship i've worked in a lot of different industries I've always been entrepreneurial, so I've always had a bunch of ideas and trying to like get things off the ground in a wide range of industries, whether that's hospitality or the travel or I was looking at like fashion at one point. So a lot of different industries and I'm always new to these industries and I'm trying to research and do a lot of self-learning, trying to understand how not only the industry works, but like where the opportunity is and also just kind of like kind of validate some of my ideas, like speak to people. And it's always been a really hard time to find the people that I can trust or get information that I can trust because like right now the options are like Twitter or forums or Quora or just like Googling and like looking at blog posts, but you never really know who to trust. And that was really frustrating for me because I'm the person that wants like all of the answers in front of them and I want to be confident that that information is accurate so then I can make the best decision and move forward. And I felt like I was never having that piece, that piece of the of the data. I was never confident that the information I was receiving was that I could actually trust. 
So that was kind of like the idea of what I'm now calling mosaic of building a place where it's really easy for the learner to be connected with trusted experts that when they're receiving information, they can be confident that the information that they're receiving is accurate coming from a trusted place and they have the right context to be able to decide, okay, is this something that I want to commit to and make my next move based on, or if I want to continue doing my research. I definitely think that uh, crypto and just like Web3 in general, the principles that we live on and the values and like the Web3 ethos, as well as the technology, allows us to create really interesting solutions to old businesses and like old problems. And I think a Quora type or like a question and answer, like the reason why someone would create that, doing that in a Web3 world with blockchain technology and verifiable credentials makes that a lot more of a like compelling business as far as what is like the truth right and there's a lot of a lot of the information that we go out to the internet to find or talk to people like there is no black and white truth right like there's always a hundred or a million different ways to do something if i have a question about uh, starting a business there's going to be a billion different answers and like there's not like one right answer right so it's like i'm not trying to create a platform where the truth is found like the black and white truth is found i'm just trying to create a place where people can have enough context they can have enough information to be confident that the information that they're receiving is trustworthy and that is done by like creating a collection of different sources like credentials from a collection of different sources basically just like aggregating as much information about a person that allows me to be like okay like you actually know what you're talking about like i have a question about tokenizing a security and i know that you have x y and z both on paper but then also kind of like validated from the community now i can like okay now i can trust you now we can have a conversation and i'm gonna actually believe what you say over me just going to quora and seeing it written down that this person um I don't know, did X, Y, and Z, but it's like a, a text field on their profile that they manually input. I'm not going to trust that person as much, but if I have both the social proof and I have like the non-fungible kind of track record that is your on-chain credentials and I trust like the source of that, like whatever system, like put that on the blockchain or if, if all I have to do to earn a check mark is pay $10 a month to the platform, that check mark means shit. But if that check mark is backed by like Lernio. I mean, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of companies like that, but any of them that have some kind of quest or like learn this about crypto or like take this short little course and they automatically issue an NFT. Like that's not something that I can just say that I did. It's like there, there's proof that I actually went through whatever hoops that was required to be able to earn that credential. Yeah. So aggregating all of that and creating enough context for me, the person who's trying to uh, learn this information that's what creates the trust so it's not it's not all about finding the exact right answer or finding the truth it's just getting the right amount of context so there'll be a few different ways to earn your reputation or earn your credentials like obviously we already come with a lot of credentials so you have a degree you probably put in a shit ton of work and you should be recognized for that so it's not like you're starting from scratch so anything that you already come with you'll be able to bring into Mosaic. I mean, obviously a lot of that will kind of have to do with like different partnerships and um, like access to certain information. So you can come to Mosaic with the credentials that you've already earned in your life. 
so that's kind of like your base that represents like your foundation on mosaic like your foundation of believability when you're sharing information but after that through your activities on the platform and through the interactions between you and the rest of the community that's like another really powerful indicator of your expertise so you, you answer a question 100 people upvote it then that is like a, also a really powerful signal on top of what you already came with that's not just like book smart but it's like you've exemplified your your expertise and that has been kind of like cooperated by uh by the rest of the community until you like become like this like overall expert and like with that back to that check mark like in order to earn that check mark i had to be validated by this many people or like answer this many questions or or whatever and that part isn't necessarily new that kind of environment or that space is available on things like stack overflow or quora but the difference is by only having that attached to your profile when it's earned instead of manually putting it in and then having it on chain so that you, you can't fake it again like as a learner that i'm going to trust that information that you're sharing much more another big thing with uh with building in in a web three kind of way is like the incentives and disincentives so there's going to be a lot of incentives a lot of different roles that kind of come with other incentives Mike so like my goal kind of like my vision is to create a whole like economy based on knowledge where like essentially knowledge is currency and i think there's a lot of different ways that that can be realized and uh i'm just kind of like working through the best way to do that and there's so there's professional uh incentives like that come with that reputation like um that you can use you know in the real world like are just off platform there's a lot of companies and they're doing it right now to some extent but they won't hire like full-time employees is kind of like just like the the dawn of the freelancer where it's just like big companies will just hire based on one task and then and then the, and that's it we have it's like basically like bounties so it's like we have this that we want to do and we'll hire someone just for that and then like six months later that task is done and then you move on to the next and move on to the next so you can envision like if that played out or like continues to play out then something like mosaic where you're earning credentials and like you're earning proof that you can code to a certain level or that you understand economics to a certain degree or and you have like the cosign or like the agreement from hundreds of people that you have uh, this level of knowledge then you can you can imagine that you'd be able to take that proof of your expertise to something like google and like put it on your resume so there's like professional incentives to be able to to interact on the platform as like an answerer and then obviously as like the learner like you're learning information uh, in an environment where you can trust the information that's being delivered to you in a much better way and then eventually there'll be financial incentives where you can attach a bounty so you can say hey like this question i know it's pretty difficult and i want like a one-on-one -on -one conversation i'm willing to, to pay someone 500 dollars. so it kind of turns into like a consulting kind of environment professional incentives financial incentives will kind of like be the two keys to kind of like create this uh ongoing system so like ai is like obviously like a major competitor to yours it's just like anyone can go to chat gpt like i use chat gpt all day every day and i learn a lot from chat gpt yeah it's like easy to go to an ai tool and ask a question to get for certain things but a there's a lot of people out there that still want that human interaction there's a lot of times where you want certain insights based on certain information that i think only a person can deliver so with that said, though, AI also creates an incredible opportunity for something like Mosaic because there's going to be so much knowledge that's shared across the network 
essentially I'll be able to create my own AI that's trained on information that is much more weight of being closer to the truth. Like ChatGPT and OpenAI is trained on the world's information. And that's amazing. But I'm really interested in kind of like shrinking that training pool and just making it really, really high quality. And that is something, an opportunity that becomes created by uh, like this knowledge graph that Mosaic will be able to create. One of my early taglines was for Mosaic is learn at the speed of innovation because there's a lot of resources out there that can't keep up with innovation. A, the world is becoming increasingly more decentralized and also it feels like it from my perspective for, for the 34 years that I've been alive is that the world is like advancing much, much faster. And that may not be true like for the history of mankind, like maybe there's other time periods where technology advanced quicker, but at least for the time that I've been alive, like it seems like it's like a hockey stick of how quick innovation happens. So it's really hard to keep something like that up to date with all the information. So I think that's what makes it really important for something like Mosaic to be peer to peer, because then that allows you to get the information directly from the source, essentially. Like it's really easy to stay at the top of innovation if you're on like a university campus, because that's where the innovation is happening. Like the research is happening literally in the building next to you. So it's like really easy to just walk over and be like, ask questions and like say, hey. But if you're off of that environment, like all of us, it's hard to get access to the cutting edge essentially. But if you're able to connect a learner with someone who is at that cutting edge, whether they're at a university or it's their job or they are researching it every single day and they have those credentials to show it, then that starts to solve that problem of like this latency where I don't have the resources to be able to learn about the, the thing that's ha just happened yesterday. Like that, the superconductor thing. I can like go on Mosaic, assuming that Mosaic, at this point Mosaic is like popular enough to be able to attract these kinds of people. I can go to Mosaic and ask about superconductors and now I'm automatically connected with the people who can actually give me the latest information. Another lesson that people can take from the, the Web3 playbook is how important community is. Like imagine if Quora actually had like a vibrant community and they had weekly calls, it would be a much more enjoyable place to be and a much more enjoyable place to share information. And so I, I definitely plan on implementing a lot of those community aspects into Mosaic. If I have a question, I can uh, automatically discover not only the answer, but where the communities are that like I can go to get uh, follow-up help. So like right now I've been integrated with Discord. So if I ask a question either on like the Mosaic Discord or on mosaicnetwork.co, it automatically gets routed to all of the relevant experts. They answer the question on their platform and then it comes back to wherever I asked it. So we kind of, right now we kind of live on Discord. I think using different tools that are like in, like I said, like the Web3 playbook, such as Discord, prioritizing community, prioritizing different ways to get your community as well as other communities engaged. Community, it's like cliche, I guess, like community, 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 but it's also really powerful. So it's important to take advantage of. Basically like go where your audience is. And my focus is crypto and Web3. It just, it just makes sense. And then AI would be like the next one, just it, it, whatever topic that's A, complicated to understand, but B, has an incredible opportunity where if you learn and you can understand it, you can build something that's really powerful and potentially be really successful. So there's going to be a lot of questions trying to, trying to figure out how this stuff works. So 
if you want to build something in it or just want to participate in this new decentralized world, the knowledge gap is huge. So that's where I'm starting. And then everyone who lives in this decentralized world or wants to participate, they they like live on Discord. So that's been my focus so far. That's why Discord has been my first integration. There's a few communities that have come on board as like launch partners. So if I ask a question on one platform or on one Discord server, it gets routed to the to the relevant one and then comes back to me wherever wherever I asked it. And then that network would just continue to grow. Like first was to bring experts on, get like a, few, a handful of communities. And then now my job is to like basically turn these I see them as kind of like subscribers, like they've, they've clicked like, cool, like this is a cool thing, like I'll, I'll opt into this, but I'm not necessarily engaging with it yet. So now I need to like turn these people into engaged users and asking questions and answering questions. So that's my, my focus right now. Like anything else, you're competing with attention within the, the servers that have like opted in to like participate in this Mosaic network. So across all servers, there's I think like 200,000 server members and so like you're competing with a lot of like their day job competing with other things that they're in the server for and also it's kind of a, a new behavior if it's a DeFi protocol and you're having issues like signing in or transferring something you can go to their support channel in discord and ask a question but this is a little bit different so it's kind of like a behavior change to get people a aware that this is a new feature that they can do like you can now, instead of just asking a question about the specific community you're in, you can ask a question about all of Web3 and all of crypto and be directed to the right uh, subject matter expert that can give you the answer. So it's kind of like a behavior shift for why someone would go to Discord. So, so that's tough. And then just, like I said, like getting people to just like pay attention because like, you're, you're competing with a million different things to this. That's just like line of an early product. So just got to put time into it. The main thing is... Uh, I just want to be able to create the links and create access to information that people would, it would be really difficult to get otherwise. Uh, so if I can do that, then we can worry about the best way to bring in the money once I get like that activity in the, in the users and I'm actually like achieving what I set out to do, which was make it easy to get knowledge. I'm like in the process of looking for funding. So Fingers crossed that get some good news coming up soon. And then I'll be able to like really think about like hiring devs and enhancing the tech, create some more like cool like visual elements and and really kind of like ramping up ramping it up. Richard Branson has always been someone that I've really looked up to and tried to emulate. I just love his attitude. I feel like we're similar in the sense of like a sense of adventure, but I just love that he's, all of his businesses are not unique, right? Like a cell phone company, an airline, travel company, records. They're not like brand new technology or they're not like a, a crazy innovation. But he's just like really passionate about making the experience as best as possible for the customer. Like that's, that's always been his differentiator is just like the best customer service or the best customer experience and just replicating that across all industries. And I would love to create something very similar. Like Virgin has, you know, a hundred different companies. I would love Mosaic to be something like that, where every every single company or every single product we put out always has to do with just getting people information or giving people resources or helping people learn or helping someone get from A to B 
and beyond. And there's a lot of different products and a lot, a lot of different ways to do that. And I would love to have Mosaic be like set up like a similar model to, to version where you have a ton of different companies, but all kind of like moving in that same direction. Like it's one thing to hear something, but then when it gets like kind of confirmed through your own experiences, that makes it um, all that much more important. I would say one thing is like, don't worry about what the competition is doing. Like sure, be aware of your competitors, understand where the opportunity is, but then like, that's it kind of. And this is kind of aligned with Richard Branson's thinking too, where he didn't really care what the other airlines were doing. And he always thought that was an, an advantage of his because so much of the airline industry is like caught up in tradition and they're doing things really, really in an old way. And he was just like, well, I just want to create a, an experience that's good for the customers. And it's like, fuck what everyone else is doing because I want to do it this way. And as he, 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 he saw that as a way to um, kind of like free up his mind and, and free up the, the opportunities that are available to him because he wasn't pigeonholing himself or he wasn't like restricting himself based on how everyone else is doing things. So I'd say like, don't worry about what your competition is doing for that reason. But then also like, don't worry about it because it may look like a business has it like really well put together or it's like, man, this solution is like so much better than what mine is right now. And like, I promise you nine times out of 10, their solution is like not that good. Like it's not that advanced. It's probably like nine other things built on top of something else that is just kind of like held together by different pieces of tape. And they just put like a cool UX wrapper around it. Like when you learn about, especially in crypto, like when you learn about some of these big companies that seem like they're pulling a ton of money or they're just like super successful, like they're not that special. Like they're not even like the solution that they've implemented is not that unique. Don't like lose sleep over that. Just continue working on what you want to do. Continue working on your solution. Don't lose sleep. That's where like the thing with uh, what's called imposter syndrome. Then it's like I'm, I'm playing in this world where all these other people are so much better than me. They're so much smarter. Their products are so much better, but they're really not. Ooh, some like, advice that I did here that, uh, that is very much related to this is that if you look at anyone like Mark Zuckerberg or uh, Jeff Bezos or like literally like anyone that you see on TV that seems like they're like extremely successful, they're no smarter than you. Like everyone who's been able to do something significant, there's always outliers. Like people are like born geniuses, like, you know, good for them. But the majority of entrepreneurs, the majority of people, successful people, they're no, they're no smarter than you or me or anyone else. They just have more experience. Like they started early and they, that experience kind of like translates into intelligence for that specific thing that they're doing because they've been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. Like Mark Cuban is super successful because he's been investing in companies and building companies for a very long time. I guess that's another piece of advice. So like one, don't worry about other people or other people are doing. Also start early as possible. So then you can build that, build up that experience. And then people look at you like you have your shit together, even though you really don't. But uh, yeah, start as early as possible. With the rise of B2B creators, could this be the future of domain expertise? Combining your social graph with your knowledge graph and receiving verified credentials. Got a question? Follow Mosaic on Twitter or Warpcast. Go check out their website at mosaicnetwork.co or jump into their Discord.